0: We stayed in the shallow end of the pool. Lindsay loved the water, and she was having a good time splashing water in Shane's face. Shane had always been great with kids, but he and Amy had a special bond with Lindsay. They had been there for Lindsay and me. Lindsay's dad and I couldn't make our relationship work. He still saw her when he could, but his job kept him traveling, so it was hard for him to find the time. Shane had pretty much filled that role in Lindsay's life. When the sun was almost set and the light had faded, we headed into the house to just hang out and watch a movie. Lindsay and I were staying the night so I didn't have to make the drive home in the dark. I took Lindsay into our room and got her out of her wet swimsuit and into her pajamas. Her little eyes were already half-closed, wore out from her swimming. I rocked her in my arms until she fell asleep, before I laid her down on the bed, tucked her in, and kissed her cheek. I love you, Lindsay Bug. I left the lamp by the door on and the door opened as I headed back into the living room with the others for our movie. When the movie was over, I stood and stretched my arms. I'm going to head to bed. Lindsay will be up early and I'll need all the energy I can muster to keep up with her. Thank you for the great birthday, everyone. I looked around the room at all of my friends, old and new, and thought about how lucky I was to have such amazing people in my life. After saying good night, I made my way to the bedroom. When I entered the room, my heart fell to my feet. I rushed over to the bed that was empty. "Lindsay?" I called, frantically searching everywhere I could. Under the bed, inside the closet, the little cubbies under the stand the TV was sitting on, all empty. "No Lindsay." "Lindsay!" I screamed. Amy came running into the room. "What's wrong, Anna?" "She's gone. She's not in the bed. Lindsay is gone!" I yelled. Throwing blankets, pulling clothes out of the drawers, moving anything I could that may have contained a hiding spot for Lindsay. Shane! Amy yelled. When Shane entered the room, he looked around at the mess. I was sure I looked crazy, but I didn't care. My baby was gone. Tears were streaming down my face, my chest heaving with sobs. Panic had overtaken me, and I was running on fear and pure adrenaline. Lindsay isn't in here. We have to find her, Amy told Shane. We'll find her. I'll check the rest of the house. You girls check the other bedrooms. Amy wrapped her arm around my shoulder as she led me into one of the other bedrooms. We checked every place a two-year-old could hide, but still no Lindsay. Call 911! I heard someone yell from somewhere else in the house. Frantically, I made my way into the living room. I saw Heather, Jeff, Gabe, and Colby rushing outside through the sliding glass door. I followed behind them, my body on autopilot what I saw stopped me dead in my tracks. Shane was pulling my lifeless daughter from the swimming pool. Her arms and legs were limp and dangling with every movement Shane made. Lindsay! I screamed. No, no, Lindsay! As I tried to run to her, two strong arms wrapped around me. I tried to get out of their hold, but I couldn't. I continued to scream for my daughter until the paramedics arrived and took over. When I heard CPR and no pulse... My legs went out from under me. The two arms holding me kept me from crumbling to the ground. I leaned into the solid chest behind me and broke, mentally, physically, and emotionally, screaming for my little girl. as She was loaded on a gurney and placed in the back of the ambulance. I watched as Shane climbed into the back with her. I'll take you to the hospital, Jacob said. It was him who held me while I watched them work on my daughter. I didn't remember the car ride to the hospital or even making my way into the emergency room. But I would never forget the words spoken to me just moments after I arrived. I'm sorry. We did all we could do. Falling to the floor of the emergency room waiting area, I could do nothing more than cry. My heart was gone. My soul turned black with pain and left me with nothing but a huge gaping hole. I didn't know why it happened. I didn't understand any of it. Nothing made sense anymore. She was only two. Her life was just beginning, and it was over. A candle whose flame had burned out, never to be relit. My screams and sobs bounced off the walls. The sounds of a mother's worst nightmare come true, touching every person around me. I felt arms come around my shoulders. Warm breath on my neck. Come on, let's get you up off the floor, Jacob said lifting me effortlessly in his strong arms. I moved willingly, not having the strength to fight him. I couldn't speak. I felt nothing but a pain.